I didn't want to move in with my uncle, but my mother left me no choice. I woke up on my 18th birthday to find all her stuff gone and a note telling me happy birthday that I could take care of myself now. She was off to see the world. In a panic, I tried to call her, but the robotic voice told me the bill hadn't been paid. I hung up before I was transferred to someone who was only interested in finding out when I could make a payment. I couldn't believe she had done this to me, but it really wasn't a surprise. I opened the fridge to find she had taken everything out of there too, including the three-year-old baking soda box. Fucking bitch. I yelled, slamming the door shut. I scrounged around for loose change, certain she had cleaned out my pitiful bank account too. Heading out the door, I trudged off to the corner store. I was proven right about her emptying my account when my card was declined for the overpriced half gallon of orange juice. I handed over the crumpled bills and loose change. I felt my face go flush with embarrassment when I came up a dime short. The cashier must have seen the tears threatening to burst from my eyes and felt sorry for me. She pulled 10 pennies from the take a penny and with a smile, told me to have a wonderful day. I was dragging my feet on my way back, gulping down the juice, with the summer sun beating down on me. I was lost in my own self-misery that I didn't notice the town car waiting for me in front of the trailer till I was almost on it. It was the last thing I wanted to see, but grateful to see it. My uncle got out the back, dressed as always in a suit and mirrored sunglasses that protected his eyes from the summer sun and from showing emotion. His body was stiff and rigid as I've always known him to be. His voice conveyed his annoyance at being here, or having to wait on me, or both. Get your shit and get in. He got back in the car before the morning heat and humidity messed up his dirty blonde hair. I looked at the car then to the front door. There really was no choice, not one that didn't have me sleeping on the streets. I downed the last of the orange juice and headed inside, tossing the empty container into the recycle on my way in. Ten minutes later I had everything I wanted, which wasn't much, in two garbage bags. After tossing them in the trunk, I got in the town car. My uncle handed me a fast food bag. I figured my bitch sister wouldn't have left you anything to eat. He motioned for the driver to go. She called me drunk or high or both at five this morning, calling me the establishment. When I asked about you, she said you were a man now and not her problem. I stared down into the bag, trying not to cry. She abandons family. I don't. I mumbled ashamed, thank you, then did my best not to look like the starving kid I was as I ate. My uncle Damien wasn't a friendly man by any means. He was a hardcore business shark I secretly idolized. I envied how he could keep his emotions in check. Even when his wife died a few years ago under what the media dubbed mysterious circumstances, he never lost his cool. He took everything in stride, shutting down the vulture reporters who tried to find scandal where there was none. His son, my cousin Brandon, was a different story. Brandon was the very definition of a spoiled rich brat. Anytime I was around him, he never failed to remind me that I was poor. Then he would spend his time tormenting me. When I came out as gay at 16, the torment increased. He'd send me random thirst trap pictures, walked around in tight briefs that showed off his chiseled body. I hated it and loved it. Just like I hated how my mother would drive the two hours to my uncle's house in the early morning and leave me on the doorstep to wait till someone woke up and get me, but loved that she left me there where I could at least eat. As I got older it happened less and less, but then my uncle Damien would show up like this last time and take me back to his place. Just like those other rides, this one was silent. When we pulled up to his luxury McMansion, he said the same thing he always did. Get your stuff and get settled into your room. He got out of the car and I followed, carrying my stuff from the trunk with me. Great, the charity case is here. I heard Brandon's snotty comment as soon as I entered. Jeff, make sure you don't wash my things with his or use his bed sheets on mine. 
Brandon squinched his nose in disgust. I don't want his stench of poverty on my clothes. Jeff, their new butler, shot Brandon a nasty glare, while Uncle Damien shot back a nasty retort. It can't be any worse than your stench of failure. Shall we discuss how you got expelled your senior year of high school? My lips curled slightly into a smile at Brandon's reddening face. I didn't think so. Uncle Damien then addressed Jeff. See to my nephew, Wesley. Jeff nodded. Once he's settled in, take him shopping for clothing and whatever else he needs. He turned his head to me. He still wore his mirrored sunglasses so I couldn't see eyes. You are now part of this household and therefore a representation of me. I'm sure you'll do better than other members of this household. Let's get you settled. Jeff put an arm on my shoulder and took one of the bags from me. Damien, we will talk this evening after I am done tending to Brandon. I could have sworn I saw Uncle Damien stiffen from the slight edge in Jeff's voice. Come now, Wesley. Jeff then ushered me away. Over the next week I noticed similar odd incidents. Uncle Damien may have been the so-called master of the house, but it became quickly obvious that Jeff was the one in charge of everything and everyone. He was the true master of the house and of Uncle Damien and Brandon. It didn't make sense until the following Friday. Uncle Damien was out of town on business and was coming back late that night. Brandon was being especially bratish. The three of us, Jeff, Brandon and I, were in the kitchen finishing breakfast. It was the usual awkward uncomfortable breakfast with Brandon glaring at me as we ate. I had gotten up from the table and taken my dishes to the sink. I was rinsing them and putting them in the dishwasher when Jeff came up beside me. He put his hand on the small of my back, an intimate touch and said, you're such a good boy. I smiled at Jeff, a blush to my cheeks. Jeff definitely stirred feelings in me. Whoops. Brandon said behind us. We turned to see him knocking over his juice glass, spilling its contents over the table. Jeff, be a deer and clean that up. He stood up and stretched his long lean muscular body. He was on full display this morning, coming down to breakfast in just his white swim briefs that contrasted sharply against his golden brown skin. You're such a fucking brat. I spat at him. You made the mess, you clean it up. Why should I when I have Jeff? It is his job, after all. He had this pompous arrogant look on his face. I'm going to go lay out by the pool. He left without saying another word. Fucking spoiled asshole. I glared at his back, trying not to admire his plump backside as he left. Jeff said nothing, he took a dish towel and began cleaning up the mess. Why do you let him treat you like that? Jeff gathered the dishes and took them to the sink. He's better than when I first got here a year or so ago. He rinsed the dishes and put them in the dishwasher. Once you get to know him, you'll see that little tantrum he put on display for us was just a cry for attention. Fuck him. I said bitterly. Jeff dried his hands on a dish towel. I'm going to see how he's doing. I made a sound of annoyance. Why don't you busy yourself in here? He set the towel on the counter. I may be a while with young Mr. Brandon. He left out the French doors and headed straight to Brandon lying on one of the sun chairs. I glared out at them, hating the fact Brandon got everything. He got away with everything and never had to suffer any consequences. My brooding turned to curiosity when I saw Jeff pull Brandon from the chair and pull him into the pool house. I was out the door heading to the pool house before I realized I was doing it. I had to know what was going on. The dude to the pool house was cracked open. I could see the two of them clearly. Brandon was standing there defiantly with his arms crossed in front of Jeff. He looked so juvenile in front of Jeff's tall muscular form. They were in a face-off of Will's, it looked like. My money was on Jeff winning. Why are you being such a fucking little piece of shit? I was surprised to hear him talk to Brandon like that. You were doing so well. What happened? 
You're paying more attention to Wesley than you are me. Brandon spat out. I was a bit surprised to hear the jealousy in his voice. You keep telling him what a good boy he is. I'm supposed to be your good boy, but since I'm not, I figured I'd be your bad boy instead. Silly boy. Jeff put his hand on Brandon's shoulder. You know you'll have to be punished tonight for what you did today. Brandon dropped his head in shame. In the meantime, why don't you show me what a good boy you can be? I watched Brandon drop down to his knees in front of Jeff. He looked up at Jeff. Go on, take it out. Brandon reached up to Jeff's zipper. He pulled it down. I could see his broad chest heaving with excitement. I don't have all day, boy. Brandon reached in and pulled out Jeff's heart eight inches out. Brandon gave Jeff's cock a few strokes then wrapped his lips around it, moaning. That's it, boy. Suck my dick. Jeff put a hand behind Brandon's head and pulled him further onto his cock. You're such a talented cocksucker. Brandon moaned louder at the praise. This will not get you out of your punishment. I absentmindedly started groping my own hard cock through my sleep pants. Watching Brandon work Jeff's cock down to the root was a fantasy made real. I knew I shouldn't be intruding on this erotically hot moment between them, but I couldn't drag myself away without seeing it to completion. I fished my throbbing almost 8-inch dick out. I spat in my hand then gripped my cock, moving it in time with Brandon's bobs. I imagined it was his pretty lips surrounding me with my hand on the back of his head pulling him back down on me. Brandon didn't even gag when he took the full length, pressing his nose into Jeff's, no, my groin. That's it, Jeff encouraged him, mind the teeth. Yeah, like that you spoiled little brat. Jeff started moving his hips into Brandon's mouth. You're going to be a good little boy from now on, aren't you, you fucking cockslut? Jeff had both hands in Brandon's tousled brown hair and was face-fucking him. Yeah, I'm going to have to find a way to have some quality time with you again, boy. Spittle dribbled down Brandon's chin. I miss this mouth. We need to keep you in practice. I wanted to know what his mouth felt like. Yeah, take that dick into your throat. Brandon didn't resist when Jeff held his head firm against his groin. I should let your cousin see what a good cocksucker you are. Brandon's moan was muffled by the meat in his mouth. You sick pervert. I bet you'd like that. I bet you want to suck his dick. He let go of Brandon's head. Brandon pulled off Jeff's cock, sputtering. He wiped his mouth with the back of his hand. Fuck you. The words were meant to be defiant, but I heard something in his voice that gave me pause. Jeff pulled Brandon back on his dick, thrusting hard into Brandon's more than willing mouth. I slowed my own stroking. My balls were threatening to explode, and I wanted to last to the very end. Watching my cousin get his face stuffed with man meat stirred my loins. The only thing that would have made it better would have been if Jeff was naked, so I could admire his taut buttocks while he fucked Brandon's throat mercilessly. Your disobedient ass doesn't deserve this. Jeff pulled Brandon off his cock and lifted him up. He spun Brandon around and bent him over a nearby table. Brandon's ass bulged out from his tight swim briefs. Jeff smacked Brandon's ass then yanked the briefs down. God, you have such a beautiful ass. Brandon did. It was round and thick and just begged to be appreciated. Without his briefs on I saw that Brandon had no tan lines. That meant he normally laid out naked and only took to wearing swimsuits by the pool since I got here. I could see him in my mind laying out naked by the pool, sweat glistening on his toned muscular body. I was brought back to reality when I heard moans coming from Brandon. He was gripping the edge of the table. Jeff was behind him, face buried deep in his ass. Jeff was pulling at Brandon's cheeks apart, his fingers digging into the sweet flesh. I could tell Jeff was lapping furiously at Brandon's boy butt, and both were earnestly enjoying it. I gritted my teeth to keep my own moan from giving me away. My mouth was salivating, 
wondering what Brandon's ass would taste like, how his skin would fell on my tongue. My whole twitched wishing Jeff was making out with it, getting it ready to plunge his hot throbbing rod into me. Jeff let out a strangled growl into Brandon's cheeks, then stood. He pulled Brandon against him. Running his cock through Brandon's crack he said, I hope you're ready for this dick. If Brandon wasn't, I was more than ready. Yes, sir. Brandon moaned. The respect he now gave Jeff was shocking. Please, fuck me, sir. Jeff took his cock in one hand. Positioning it at his target he said, Okay, boy. I saw Brandon's face grimace when the head popped in. Relax. Let me in. Brandon closed his eyes. His body visibly relaxed. Good boy. Jeff pressed forward, inching his way until Brandon's ass was pressed against his trousers. This is going to be quick and rough. Jeff pulled out slowly till just the head of his cock rested in Brandon. I don't want Wesley to come look for us and find me buried in your tight disobedient ass. Yes, sir. Brandon's words were almost a purr. Unless you want him to catch us. Jeff slammed hard into Brandon causing him to grunt and the table to move. You want him to find us, don't you? Jeff pulled back out. You want your cousin's cock in your throat and balls deep in your ass, don't you? No. Brandon's answer was weak and unconvincing. Liar. Jeff punctuated the word with a hard slam into Brandon. I don't have time for your games. Jeff began rocking back and forth. I have a busy day. We'll come back to this later. Yes, sir. Brandon gripped the table edge so tight his knuckles turned white. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. He shouted through gritted teeth. Jeff was jackhammering into Brandon. Fuck me. A hard smack landed on Brandon's ass. Noise. Jeff never broke stride. He gripped Brandon's hips, pulling him back onto every slice into him. My own hand was flying across my own dick uncontrollably. Brandon was whimpering softly. I knew that sound. The need to explode, but the trigger being just out of reach. I was biting my lower lip to keep, and failing from making the same sound. How he wasn't beating his own dick, I didn't know. I was about to leave evidence of my five-star review of their private act all over the concrete. Jeff was baring his teeth. His body was tense and rigid, ready for the volatile end we all knew was inevitable. I imagined myself on the receiving end of that detonation, wishing I was about to have my insides baptized by Jeff's seed. Then I thought about how hot it would be to be soaking Brandon's insides. Jeff let out a snarl. Brandon groaned. I couldn't hold back any longer. I bit my tongue to keep from making a sound. My hand flew across my length. My climax blasted forth and spraying across the ground in front of me. I steadied myself against the wall, my legs buckling from the sheer force of my orgasm. When the stars cleared from my eyes, I saw Jeff was still thrusting into Brandon. Brandon was softly pleading for Jeff to give him his load. A hard smack on Brandon's ass then Jeff said in a deep growly, Take it, boy. Jeff rapidly pounded into Brandon, his head tossed back. I knew my cousin was receiving his reward. Jeff's body quaked with the release. He stayed firmly planted in Brandon, obviously enjoying the feel of the plump ass around his cock. Brandon laid there, content to have Jeff wedged deep in him. I tucked my cock back into my pants, but continued to watch. I wanted to see Brandon shoot. I wanted to see what his face looked like when he reached the blissful state when he blew his own load. I wanted to see how his body reacted and came down from the orgasm high. I was disappointed though. Jeff agonizingly slowly pulled out of Brandon. With his dick still dangling out of his pants, he leaned over to whisper something I couldn't hear into Brandon's ear. Jeff had one hand caressing his bottom, then abruptly shoved two fingers into him. Brandon tried, and failed, to hold back his whimper. Yes, sir. Brandon responded, 
gasping his back arching to the invading fingers. Jeff kept talking into Brandon's ear, his fingers twisting in the cum-dripping hole. I'll be good, I promise, please let me come. Jeff straightened, pulled his fingers from Brandon then wiped them on his ass. When you prove you can be a good boy, then you can come, you ungrateful brat. Jeff tucked his dick away. Clean yourself up. Be prepared for tonight after your father gets home. Yes, sir. Brandon didn't get up. I'll be prepared for my punishment, sir. Jeff straightened his clothes, smoothing out any incriminating wrinkles. I'm going to go check on Wesley. Remember what I told you, boy. I bolted back into the house before Jeff could discover me.